So to be completely honest, right now I'm blankly exhausted. I have drinking, drunk, drinking, whatever. I consumed um, an energy drink that was 400 grams of caffeine, milligrams, milligrams, <laughs> and then um, a venti cold brew. So, and I'm still tired. I also haven't eaten today yet. That could have been it. I will eat after this. Did I eat today? Okay, anyway. Um, hi, welcome back to Talking in Zigzags. I'm your host, Ryan Henry. And today I'm really excited for the episode. Um, it's just really fun. But before we get into that, I just kind of want to catch up. Um, the support of a seat is so great. I have so many great guests coming up and I'm so excited. It's going to be really fun. Literally guests from around the world, which is so crazy. Um, if you told me a month ago that I'd be doing this, I would just laugh at your face. If you told me that I would be talking to people from across the world and country, I'd be laughing at your face. So it's really cool. It's been really busy. Um, I just got back from a video shoot. I like Caroline, if you're listening to this, thank you for helping me with that. But I had to do it for a class and it was, it was gorgeous. We did it at this uh, national park and it was really pretty. Um, it was really fun. I'm just really tired. Always tired. And I'm one of those people who can't say no to things. Um, so I do everything and I'm just really tired all the time. But I also want to do everything. That's my dilemma. I want to do everything, but I also... There's 24 hours in a day, so sometimes I need to step back, and that's okay. Um, after I film this intro and outro, I'm probably going to take a nap. And I'm really excited to take a nap. I think I deserve a nap, because <laughs> I deserve it. I deserve it. I deserve I have to keep on telling myself that I deserve a nap. Maybe I'll go get food. Okay, who knows yet, but um, that was my intro. I... Gotta work on, like, cutting these interviews shorter. I love talking, but I feel like I need to maybe do less talking in the interview and then, like, do more. I don't know yet. Let me know. Um, hit me up if you have any ideas on how I should do intros and outros because I honestly have no clue what to do. I'm still learning. I'm still trying to do this, and I kind of want to start YouTube. Maybe, like, film these. I do film them on Zoom, but, like, actually, like, film them if I start doing in-person interviews. Socially distance, of course. Keeping it compliant. You know me. Um, so anyway, let's get this started because this is a good episode. Cindy was great. Thank you, Cindy. Um, anyway, so as the intro music rolls in, hi. Thank you for tuning in to Talking in Zigzags. I'm your host, Ryan Henry, and I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Okay, everyone. Welcome back to Talking in Zigzags. I'm your host, Ryan Henry. And today I am so excited to have this girl here. We have been talking on the internet for probably like three or four months back and forth. I'm so happy that I recently can consider her as a friendly person in my life. Um, today I'm talking to Sydney Page and she's a spiritual counselor. So I'm really excited to see how this conversation turns out. Sydney, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you doing today? I am doing splendid. Um, 
So Sydney, I want to give you the floor a little bit before we dive into this stream of consciousness. Tell us your story. Let's hear it. Oh, okay. So when I was like a really little kid, I'm an only child and um, I currently live in Florida. I think I hear my dog through your speaker. <laughs> when we started, she's like barking at something. It's like probably not even there. She can't even hear. Like she just went deaf recently. <laughs> that was a total tangent. But like, if you hear her, I didn't think she, she was like sleeping, but it's all good. So, I was born in New York, and my parents, like, separated pretty, when I was pretty young, and we moved to Florida, just my mom and I, and all of my family lives in New York, but growing up, when my mom was pregnant with me, um, she was writing a book on religion, and it's a long story why that didn't get, like, anywhere, even though it's just a really bizarre story, but she's writing a book on religion and how they're all connected, and she went to go see this blind, blind priest when she was pregnant with me, and the priest you couldn't even like tell because my mom didn't show until she was six months at least I think with me and then on top of that um no she had no mutual contact with the priest like she contacted him herself and the first time that she met him like he was like you're pregnant with like a girl and this before she like found out the gender or anything so he knew she was pregnant he knew she was pregnant with a girl and then she was like and she, she's gonna like have like these gifts and this was like a christian priest so that's not like a really i feel like a normal yeah thing. usually like the the church itself steers away from yeah. like different aspects of spirituality so having a christian priest say that it was yeah. probably whoa <laughs> i was like oh wow okay and then my on my birthday i was born on october the 13th and I have the same birthday as my dad and his mom. So we're three generations of October 13th. So that's, yeah. that's an omen for sure. And when I was like five, I was super close to my great grandma. And we lived in like a pretty small town in Long Island. And um, it was my, my great grandma was alive, my grandma, my mom, and myself. And I was like five. And I never, once I stopped talking, started to learn how to talk, I never really shut up. So I was about five and I was like nonstop talking and I was sitting at the TV and I called my great grandma Gigi and I was eating Lucky Charms and I was like, I'm doing this today and in school and whatever, blah, 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 blah. And Gigi's going to die in seven days. And my parents were like, wait, go back for a second. Like, go back. And I was like, I eat my Lucky Charms, like watching Dora the Explorer, like, John from class and Gigi's gonna die in seven days. And my parents were like, so the first thing that my dad, that my mom did was she called my grandma and she was like, this is so weird that Sydney just said this and like everyone started talking about it. Like, yeah, it's not natural. Kids also don't understand, like, don't talk about death. And no one had died in my life previous before. So, like, so this is so yeah, everyone wow. was alive. I didn't really like understand it. And on top of that, like, the even weirder thing was that I. <laughs> um but the right when I'm talking about this but <laughs> I'm so sorry don't be sorry it's the dog wants us to get on the action <laughs> just she I don't even know but um my mom like everyone kind of knew my great-grandma because she was in her 90s and all of her friends had passed away she outlived literally everyone but she still had over 100 people come to her funeral like she affected like everyone that she yeah was a great woman and everyone kind of forgot about it over the course of the next week and on the seventh day my mom my grandma called my mom and she was like 
Gigi just passed away. So, like, she died on the day. And, like, that's, like, I, like, remember saying it, and I remember it happening. And it was, like, a really... Do you remember how your, like, was your, did your mom just, like, come to you? She's like, what did you do? <laughs> she's like, oh my gosh, that's, like, it, because it was just, like, such a weird, she just didn't need, like, no one knew what to do, and they kind of just, like, brushed it off, and I was, like, I was a normal kid in the sense that, like, I went to dance class, and I had, like, friends, but I feel like I've always been, like, a little bit, like, off. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't really have, like, a filter, and I have, like, my friends sometimes, not, like, my really close friends, but, like, more so acquaintances, they'll be, like, you can't just, like, say this or do this, I'm, like, why not? Like, literally, who cares? Like, I went up to this random boy, never met him before, and I was, like, what's your zodiac sign? And they're, like, you can't just... (laughs) And I'm like, but why? Like, who cares? If like, you, like, it's natural to want to ask these questions and make this stuff, but I think with, like, your gift in a way, you have a natural sense of outgoingness because you want to find these answers. Okay. And, like, you have the ability to find them. It's just, it was so, it was just, like, so growing up was weird. And then I'm probably, when I was a really little kid, I don't consider myself to be pagan or Wiccan, and I really like to be clear about that, but I'm also not Christian, or I've probably kind of, like, every religious phase, but right now I'm kind of just, like, whatever, but on top of being, like, a Percy Jackson kid, (laughs) I was such a, like, everyone that knows me knows I do not shut up about it. I think I started crying as an 18-year-old when the news of the new television show came out, like, I called my friend, my best friend, Lucy. You would love her. I think you guys would get along amazing. She, she still, she still wears her half-blood shirt. I love my half-blood shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, some guy's gonna be, like, sexy one day. And I'm gonna be like, no. <laughs> so, like, I hope not, because men. But, <laughs> no, they're just so terrible. But I was such a Percy Jackson kid, but I wouldn't. This is, like, so, so, so bizarre, but when I was, like, four to, like, six, like, before you're even really conscious of, like, the world around you, I did not shut up about ancient groups, like, did not shut up about it. My parents had no idea how I knew about it, and I would talk about, like, this big horse all of the time, and then when my parents, like, I was, like, four and five, and most kids are getting, like, bedtime stories about, like, Thomas the Train. I made my parents buy me a book about um Greek mythology it was like this thick and it was like at least for like 12 13 year olds not that like the content was bad but it was like pretty high comprehension levels and I made my parents read it to me every single day like every day I I reread it now I checked it out of my school library um so many times and I would just never return it because I would just like keep it in let my account get charged might as well just keep it I'm the only one reading it so (laughs) So now I've collected probably, like, 50-plus books on, like, Greek mythology and, like, ancient things in ancient Rome. And before I dropped out of college, I was studying anthropology, and I almost went to college in Rome. But then I just, like, backed out at the last second. I don't really know what was going on there with that one um, college or something. But I guess that's kind of, like, my life, like, in fourth grade. I went to a really small school. I went to the same school from third grade to graduation, and there were 70 kids in my graduating class. Wow. Um, I kind of would, like, go online. I had, like, no internet, like, supervision. (laughs) Like, none. I was watching Gossip Girl when it was airing. Oh, oh! (laughs) Level of, like, lack of supervision. Like, adore my mom, but that's just so funny. And 
I would look up spells online and I would like I convinced all of my friends that we are not only wizards and demigods and yes like people normally do that but it got to an extreme where like I was putting like heavy love spells on people in middle school like and I don't necessarily believe that those love spells are considered like ethical now like anything I offer in my store it's like a perfectly ethical thing and it like allows for free will but like what I was doing in middle school I think about it we changed this girl's eye color in the bathroom and I know that's gonna sound crazy to everyone I was in fourth grade and everyone in the bathroom like swears that it happened like this girl's eye color changed you changed a girl's eye color literally changed this girl's eye color and I, I was in like fourth grade and then it was so so insane and we made like candles explode all the time and like the glass would break in like the candles and we had these like different like tests to see like how stuff would work and like and I was kind of like the ringleader I guess for all that stuff like I would convince like all my other friends to do it and we'd get wands and I'd make us go get like stones that like had specific purposes like so you were so you were probably to the teachers this cult leader in the girls bathroom just bringing rocks and sticks in while they're and then all of a sudden suddenly you're bang they're like oh that's Sydney no no like that's it was so bizarre and then I do this in my house and I set the fire alarm off a couple times and I probably have like some weird brain thing from the amount of times I just use sticky notes as paper and burn them in like fire <laughs> like I probably have like Spit poison and all that I don't even know it was so funny though it just like happened so often and then high school I was super I went through like a really big period where I was like the beginning of high school I think like a lot of girls go through this and it's when they're like first realizing like I am female you're like 15 and you just want everyone to know that like you have boobs even if you don't but, like, you want <laughs> to, like know that you have boobs and like you don't care what anyone says and like I became like super like uneducated liberal because like now I'd consider myself to be like pretty like I, I like to think I'm more like independent because I don't like the two-party system in politics but like, I'm, like, definitely liberal, but I was, like, literally, like, this raging liberal atheist, and it was such a bizarre period of time, and then I met my best friend, and she was really Catholic, so then for a couple years there, I was, like, really Christian, but I, like, recently realized I didn't even know what was going on in the Bible, like, I didn't, like, I said I was Christian. Oh, I go to a Catholic college, I have no clue when they, like, there's kids in my um, there were kids in my ethics class, and everyone's like, in Job. I don't know the Bible. I don't know the stories. I know the main themes, but I couldn't tell you. I honestly couldn't, which please don't kick me out, Villanova, if you're hearing this. <laughs> honestly, when you read the Bible, it is so scary. And I say that for, like, anything, because people are always, like, the Quran is so dangerous. Like, I hear, like, that, like, rhetoric with, like, Christians a lot, that the Quran is so dangerous, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I was literally reading this passage from the Bible. I forget where it is. And it literally pretty much says in common English, um, if you beat your slave so hard that the slave dies, you do not deserve to be punished because you already lost your free labor. <laughs> like, that's what it literally says in the wow. Bible. Whether or not, like, you take that out of context, like, it still says that. And, like, I know uh, Catholics and Protestants still will use... Um, the Old Testament as their uh, judgment, and there's nothing wrong with, like, any religious beliefs, but I was like that, and I just felt super guilty, and then I bought tarot cards my senior year of high school, and that's kind of when everything went, like, it all clicked. 
It all clicked. Yeah, it all clicked. And I would do readings to everyone because my school is outdoors Mm -hmm. in Florida. So we would like sit under the stairs at like our thing every day at like our like lunch tables. And I would read probably like 30 people a day, like over and over. And then I would go. Did you charge people? You could have made a lot of money back then. Never charge anyone. And then You're too nice. You are too nice. (laughs) Like girls in the corner, like drunk crying or whatever and then I would be like reading their therapist like how do you know this and like granted I was kind of like suspicious at the time that um you know I was like I've known these people forever like maybe I just am good at observing people like I would try to write it off and then after about like four months of doing this I was with my best friend and this guy we were like in a friend group but they were talking at the time and I started having really weird dreams, like super weird. And I had like um, regular Rider Waite tarot cards. I had like angel oracle cards and um, these like chakra cards. And we were like asking questions and every answer was like super specific. And it got to the point where like, we like put the tarot cards out and I was like, I'm never touching them again, like ever. So then I like, st- I didn't use them for like, five more months because it was so weird so were the cards like scary in a way like were they like the reading did it kind of a lot of like um guilt at the time like even when I started using them and like let alone having them be accurate and there's no reason to have guilt because I think that once you actually like educate yourself on what they are if you choose to not want to use them that's totally fine but like it's not like in a Ouija board like I'd never touch a Ouija board ever yeah recommend touching one to anyone and I think any like spiritual practitioner would say the same thing um but tarot cards I was so so like I was like nervous about them I was like what if they're wrong and like what if I'm gonna burn in hell and now at this point I had this realization the other day that like let's say like all of the people that like preach heaven and hell are like right like let's say they're right doesn't hell sound like kind of fun hell I saw I saw this tiktok and it was um, I forget this kid. The kid looked like the guy from Ratatouille. I think that's his handle or something like that. And oh, does he, he scream a lot? Yes, he screams a lot. <laughs> oh my god, that like screams. He had red hair. Yes. Oh my god, he made this TikTok and it was like, if hell, it was if hell is full of cons- Republican conservatives and the gays, <laughs> he's like, join me, mamas, and it's like the fire in the background. <laughs> It was, I have to send it to you. This kid is hilarious. I was pissing myself. Like, I would never, ever want to be, like, surrounded for all eternity by people that, like, tell you that, like, wanting to have any same desire and acting on it makes you, like, a horrible person. Like, so if you don't, so on your spiritual journey, mm-hmm. has there been a moment where, like, how do I say this in the right way? Do you believe in, like, what do you see the afterlife as? Because you, do you, do you, are you, like, medium? Like, can you sense, like, yes and no, but something I've always really, really, really liked, and a part, a, a problem I have with a lot of monotheistic religion is there's this idea that, like, I don't think, like, any creator is perfect. Like, I don't, and I think that, like, put like making it seem like that and that you have like this unlimited pot of forgiveness like I'd like to think that like even if like you are allowed to be like choose like choose to be reincarnated like 
I'd like to think like someone like Hitler would have like an un like changeable amount of like karmic debt that would just like cause him suffering. Like that's what I would like. Yeah. To I don't so, believe he is. he'd be like Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior that he gets no. to be chilling. Yeah, I think the I. Think I there's this one thing I learned and it was kind of like the triangle that you have to work your way up and then it's kind of say like say you're a terrible person you get bumped down and then you just gotta work your way back up through your next lives I that's something I like to think of but the one thing I've always kind of I was raised Catholic Mm -hmm. and I've always had I always was the kid in CCD who really I went through a phase where I thought I was gonna be a nun I am not kidding you I was dead set on being a nun because I was like this choir girl and I was singing. I'm like, God loves me. And then I grew up into um, a lot into my views. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's a lot of, co- and then I have, I've had like my debates. Like when I lost my grandfather, I, my grandfather was very similar to what you said about your great grandmother. Mm-hmm. He was just like a person where hundreds of people, I literally remember his wake was out the door. Like, it was crazy. He just touched so many people's lives. And it was this point of like, I was just really debating because he, he was in a lot of suffering right when he passed. And I thought that was so unfair. And then I was, I doubted my fate. I'm still struggling. So I've always, and that kind of like triggered like there's I was like there's got to be something more than just God and hell there's got to be like this yeah in between and that's why I really like the concept of spirituality that you kind of like the, the manifesting and like creating your own energy and auras and all this stuff because I always feel like there's this in between it's not hell or high water literally yeah and I'm number one so sorry for your loss because I think that like that is so especially when you're like close to someone and watching them like suffer it's just like the worst pain in the world so yeah my heart goes out to you like so genuinely for thank you and um I think that like I don't know I just like I look at like standard religion and I just think that like I wonder if how many people know what they actually believe because I don't think people are, like, reading the Bible, like, line to line, or, like, the Torah, or anything, and my, like, when people use arguments to, like, justify their, like, hatred, or, like, their behavior, and it's, like, but that my favorite thing that I hear in a lot of, like, Christian religion, because I'm obsessed, I don't know, like, recently why, but, like, watching Christian TikTokers, I don't know why, like, I went into a discourse, I made a fake account, and got on, like, those traditional girls, like, discourse, that is so, you got on the algorithm, yeah, I got in the algorithm. Do you, I, have you seen Girl Defined? Yes. And, <laughs> like, it's so beyond crazy to me because everyone's like, the Bible is the most attested to thing. Actually, the Bible is only attested to if you believe everything that happened in the Bible. There's actually, like, no outside sources. Like, what the Bible said is a Messiah is going to come and save Israel. Do you know how many countries have had Messiahs? Like, I'm not discrediting anything, but it's not like they named him like it's not like the bible's prophecies only prophesize what happened in like the bible like there's only the only two accounts that there was even for jesus outside of the bible were made by these two roman officers 
and they were talking about how awful Christians were oh and how God. awful they treated people. Those were the only two accounts outside of the Bible. And I'm not discrediting like anyone's faith. And if something brings you peace, if you want to believe that there's golden retrievers up in the sky, then like that brings you peace and that makes you feel good. It does. It makes I, me feel amazing. <laughs> I, would, I would never want to take away someone's faith from them, but you're being like, this is the only way to salvation. I don't want your salvation then. And like, exactly. It's so difficult. <laughs> That's why I just struggled with like standardized religion because if it's like if you don't follow the book, you're going to hell. If you don't follow the book, get out. I'm like, okay, peace out. I'm not following the book. But, you know, I feel like spirituality and uh, religion and whatever we're going to call it these days is becoming a lot more fluid, especially yeah. with our generation. Because we honestly, we all, I think everyone, everyone just invests in some oils. I got a bunch of them. <laughs> but um, I think what you do is kind of provide an outlet and like kind of welcome people into that because when I saw your TikTok I think I saw like in the middle of quarantine maybe April and then it was like DM me for um a soulmate reading I'm like okay and then I you got I think you did you get like bombarded like the algorithm picked you up I'll I'll tell I'll tell you yeah too but I want to hear you uh finish about like how what, like, how you came across it, because that's so Yeah, funny. I came across it, and I remember, I think it was just, like, like, I saw you, it, like, looked like, I don't, I feel like it, you were just, like, glowing, I'm like, okay, this girl is legit, I, for a while, like, this was before, because I think I, well, the second I liked your post, I got right into manifesting TikTok when they became the big thing, and if you don't know what manifesting TikTok is, mom, because I know you're listening to this, <laughs> um, it's basically, um, the big spirituality, it was like, um, manifest your dream life, write your dream life. Uh, what is the method? The three, three, six, nine method. Everything was coming out my TikTok after. And I got really, really into that. And so then I didn't, I remember I saw like you posted a TikTok after cause I followed you right after. And it was like, I just got bombarded. Like if you're interested, like here's my shop. And I went on your shop and <laughs> I was like, you know what? I need something. So I think I got I got your, I'll you. I'll double check for you. Right I now. think it, I think it was my future job, which you got, like you got what I really wanted to do. Um, and... <laughs> okay. You got, um, like a little manifesting thing and then a future career. Yeah. And I remember you said that to me and I was, this is like right during quarantine, I had this big breakthrough. I'm like, I know what I want to do now. I still don't, but I was like, you know what? Like I, I want to do political satire and I want to like use, and then you wrote, I see you doing something in politics. And I, I was like, oh my God. I like was running around my house. I'm like, mom, cause my mom, she's got, she's like, she believes a psychic to the day she dies. And I'll tell that story after, cause I want to get your question. I have a question about this for you, but she, I'll tell it now. So, um, my mom, uh, right before she met my dad, they went to Salem during Halloween and she went to a psychic cause there were, there's this big ball in Salem around the time. And so she went to a psychic and it was right when she started working at, I'm going to say Barnes and Noble. That's where she met my dad. And my mom is from the Lower East Side. She was like a party girl. Like she's very, she's very confident. I love my mother. 
and the psychic said, you're going to marry a guy from New Jersey. My mom hates New Jersey. Um, you're going to marry a guy with dark circles under your eyes. You're going to have four kids and beware of the white car. So my mom was like, this is bullshit. Like, da, 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 da. She's like, I'll never marry in Jersey. I'll never live in Jersey. She, I hate Jersey. And she's like, I don't want, this is when she was, she was convinced she was not going to have kids. She was convinced. And then the psychic drew a picture of my dad. My dad. I did air quotations because I feel like this is a podcast. <laughs> but um, she drew a picture and my mom still has a picture and it looks exactly like my dad. That is so crazy. No, I totally believe in that. Like, completely. Like, wholeheartedly. Yeah. But, so what do you, like, do you know, if this is a question, my dad, because I told my dad, I'm like, oh, I'm talking to a psychic, and we've always had a debate, because every time we're trying to buy a car, the best deal is a white car, but my mom refuses to get a white car because the psychic. Do you know if, like, white cars are, like, an omen, so I have some closure? <laughs> wouldn't I mean let me say this there are definitely I see fake psychics everywhere and I'll get into that in a second because it bothers me so much um but I just don't think that it doesn't give me like a overwhelmingly good feeling like I'm not like oh you're gonna die if you have a white car but I think that like sometimes I think like the universe or whatever you want to believe in kind of like tempts you in the wrong direction and that like that aligns with a lot of faith and spiritual beliefs that like it's just you have to make like the harder choice and like see if like you'll be able to like it's like oh it is a better deal but have you have you ever in your experience of like recently so sydney has an etsy shop if you couldn't tell and i I, i'm gonna plug her at the end but use her services she's amazing um but have you ever had a person ha- and then you just got like you read their energy or you read you got did their reading you're like I don't know how to tell them this um yeah I definitely have had that because I think people I, I get like I'd say three types of people I get like 15 year old girls that want to know about like a guy and like what he thinks and, <laughs> and it's like keep in mind like I have probably let me I'll check the exact amount for you right now um uh I have 2,203 orders as of right now that I've completed wow good so, for you thank you so much um I really appreciate that and I so like in this time where I have like women in their 50s and 60s like looking for like a new partner or I get like another grouping. I get very few men, but the men I have had experiences with have most oftentimes been so terrible. <laughs> I'm ready for this story now. <laughs> but the last group is, um, I'd say people that are like obsessed with someone and you can tell that they have like a very obsessive energy over them. Like, um and it's like things I don't like to be involved in so like I'm just like I don't think that that's a good idea because I genuinely don't think it's a good idea and I feel like as a psychic like I think also sometimes people think that psychics are therapists and they're just not and I'm more than happy to like I think people um I all my readings I think are like really affordable I have like 20 different ones and the most expensive ones like 15 dollars and that's like an eight paragraph reading so 
my knowledge. So like, it's like a very, I, I only charge so that my time is worth something, not like an exponential charge. And people forget that like, they're not therapists. Like I'm not your therapist. Like I don't think you should be asking me to try to, and I always refund the person and I don't answer the question because like, I would never want any like legal thing. Yeah. Like, to, it's not my job to tell you if your husband has like XYZ mental disorder. Like, no, and you're, and you're one, you're not certified to examine mental health yeah. issues. You're just more, your spiritual health. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, do I think he can totally exhibit some of these tendencies? Absolutely. Like, yeah. But the most important thing is making sure that you're safe and he's safe and that you go see like proper care. Yeah. Like, you have this resource and this and like you live by here. So I know that you guys can call like this person. It's just like, I, I think people forget that like, there's no easy fix. Like there's no love spell that works a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. And there's like, there's no 100% guarantee with whatever you do, whether that's praying to like a monotheistic Christian, Jewish God, or whether you are um, Wiccan and you're doing a love spell, or even if you're like in voodoo, I think that like there's nothing that works 100% of the time and no one is 100% right. Like no psychic is 100% right. And like I, like I did a reading for this girl last night and I, like, it was a super in-depth reading, like, physical appearance, personality, zodiac sign, like, every, like, last detail into, like, how they would meet, and I gave her, like, initials, and she's, like, you literally described my current boyfriend to a T, the only thing that was off was, like, the initials part, like, the only thing, and I was, like, I would so much rather be wrong about, like, that, like, little one, the little, yeah, instead of, like, um, you not getting to be with someone like that great. I'm like, I literally said to her, I was like, well, I hope I'm just wrong about those initials. Yeah. Like, so what, like, when someone, you have an order, so you're doing this all virtually, there's no, like, Zoom, you just message. So how do you do a reading? So I try my best to do, like, them in a week or less. Sometimes I have, like, ones that are done in like 10 days or less and anytime I go over or cause like any inconvenience I always offer a refund like a free reading something like I never want people to have a negative experience and I um just kind of like sit down I have I do them on my computer I have the person text me their name and date of birth I would never ever like look someone up on like social media or anything like the only website that is up at the time is um my like Etsy messages and I will see what reading they purchase. So I offer like, I think I have 20 something different listings up now, which is much more than I started. And I just, um, it depends. So I do like future spouse readings and I do like, I break it down by like what qualities like you're asking about, whether it's their zodiac sign, their appearance, their personality, or um, I also, do like soulmate readings and like career so I just kind of like meditate and I can like feel the person's energy and sometimes um like the way that I write the sentences kind of comes through as like the way that their like person if it's like a romantic reading would write them or similar to like how you may word something because I don't know if I'm like I use the word like spirit a lot because I don't necessarily think I mean like spirit in the way that a lot of other spiritual practitioners do I mean like spirit is in like I feel really connected to, like, the person's spirit, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I can, like, see your soul and, like, see what's, like, on your soul's path, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, 
in a way, so what happens when you do you ever face like a road, like when you're envisioning this path in your mind with the spirit and soul? Yeah. Do you ever get stuck? And what do you do when you get stuck? If I get stuck, I always will reach out to the person and I like ask them. I'm like, so I was doing this like love reading for this girl the other day. And I think I'm allowed to like say all this information because I'm not giving away like everything. I think. <laughs> like whatever there's no personal information but I was doing a love reading for her and she asked me like about someone and I was like can you tell me if you know them from like this place or this place because my mind is telling me two different things and I want to know which one to go with and one of what my one of the two options I gave her was right and the other one was wrong so I was like I know I connected to the right thing but I just make sure I was like going down the right path because I just want to be sure with that so I guess like I'll just ask questions because I'd rather ask um more questions than be I, I guess like totally off yeah that's not and that's natural with anyone you want to be you want to help the person and that yeah. might require some more research just to connect because you don't you don't even know what this person looks like most of the time yeah so I'm just like kind of whatever but I've had two really bad experiences with different men and <laughs> they're like I have no problem saying this because like they pub posted like public things on my shop the second one I have like less issues with so I've been having issues with Etsy messaging and I don't know if it's my phone because I've actually not been getting text messages too so I don't know if, if I try to like open messaging on my phone and messages line up like genuinely I've been having issues with messaging where like I start crying because I'm oh. like messing up like things because I've been having issues where people are trying to reach me and I don't get their message or my message doesn't go through or I've literally like sent a message and I look 10 minutes later and the message is sent to them five times and I'm like I didn't send that five times and I think it comes from the fact that even now as we're just sitting here I've gotten about 10 messages wow you're real popular So it's kind of like, I think when you get that many messages on Etsy, like it's not always made to support that much communication Yeah. back and forth in all the alerts. And right now I'm totally sold out. So I'm just working on getting people's orders to them. And the thing that like is frustrating is I find like I put a shop announcement up and I don't expect everyone to read the announcement, but I said to this guy, his Ricky tech uh, messaged me. He's like, I haven't got my reading yet. And I was like, I sent it, like, this many days ago, like, I'm, I was, like, I'm really sorry for, like, your wait, and I was, like, I put something up in my shop announcements, and he gave me, like, a one-star review, he's, like, I'm an empath, and, like, I can tell this person is, like, a fake psychic, and she's really immature, and she tried to blame me for, like, not saying that there's something wrong with Etsy, and I was, like, I literally thought to myself, I didn't even respond to it, I was, like, this reading, like, I was thinking, like, I'm not even kidding, (laughs) I, it was just like a mistake and the only reason is I wanted you to know that I wasn't making something up about my Etsy messaging having problems because I put a shop announcement up I was just like yeah it's not your job to go check like it's an error on my part and like he was like and I have an Etsy like and blah 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 and I'm like whatever but then like the really (laughs) guy he bought a reading for me and when I was I filmed a movie about a month ago and oh, I did a lot wow. of stuff every time. And so it's filming a movie and I had delays on my shop. Anyone that purchased, like, that was known that there was a delay. And I said, like, your reading may take up to, like, 10 or 12 days because of my delay. Because, number one, you just can't feasibly sit and do 50 accurate readings a day. I don't yeah. think 
any psychic on Etsy that says that is actually giving people individual readings for that are like that much. I like, I just, I don't believe it whatsoever because it's so draining, like energy wise. Like, why do you think psychics in person? Like they only take a certain amount of clients a day because like it is so deep. And, and you're also doing other stuff and you're also more than just a person on Etsy. You want to have a life and like feel energized. You can't exert all this energy out at once. So I do like literally everything I can. And I have like mostly positive reviews, but after this guy gave me two one-star reviews, like my scale is, I think I've gotten 10 one-star reviews and I've tried to rectify it with every single person I've had an issue with and no one responds. And you can't get um, reviews taken down on Etsy, which annoys me because I've literally tried to contact every person. This lady commented the other day that um, where I was having messaging errors and she goes, I never got my reading. I tried to message her. I was like, can I have your email? Like, please, like, I just want to make sure you get your reading. I fully refunded her. And she, in her review, she was like, you, if you truly have a gift, like you shouldn't charge. And I was like, do you understand how long these take me? Like, I'm literally yeah. for my time. Like, um, actually, no, my most expensive thing is um, I do an hour-long conversation with someone and we can do it over the phone, over messaging, but in that you get unlimited questions. And I think it's like $60, but you get like unlimited on, yeah. you can ask about past lives. Like you can ask about like soulmates. It's like, it's honestly like the most draining thing I can do, but everyone that's had that really likes it. Cause I've done, I think like five of those, but this guy, um, I gave him his initials reading late and he really liked it. And he was really nice. And, um, from his birthday that he gave me to do his reading, he was like 30 something like early thirties. And he was asking about like future wife. And I was like, I gave him his reading. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm late. And then he bought another one on the spot and he, um, asked me if he could like tell me something about my chakra so I was like sure and he gave me like a nice little thing about my chakra and something and then he like said something about like having a nice appearance so I kind of like brushed it off I was like it's a compliment but I would still like never say it to someone because I think you could tell from any picture of me that's on there like I'm definitely a young you're yeah I'm 18 and uh this guy and he was like that so I refunded him for that reading on the spot like the one I had yet to give him which was the soulmate reading because I was like, well, you gave me something and like, I don't want to make you like pay for it. Like, because that's kind of like who I am. Like I do this based on my time, not because I think that I want to be earning like an exponential amount of money. Like I don't charge anything. that's you do, Yeah. You do it for both your fulfillment and to like help others as well, which is very yeah. genuine. And that's just like why I do it. And he asked if I had like a WhatsApp because he wanted help with like spiritual stuff. So I was like, sure. So I made like a little like WhatsApp and whatever. And then the, in the conversation, like, he would not stop asking me, like, questions about, like, my sexual life and, like, was telling me that he was, like, attracted yeah. to me. And, like, even my, number one, he, like, lives on, like, the other side of the world for me, like, from, like, what I think. And even if he lived in the same state, it doesn't matter because, like, this is my business. Yeah. So he messaged me. I'm going to, like, I want to just, like, have the exact check. And I have, like, that's for all of this if anyone ever tried to do me. This um, is, a, that's just, like, yeah. So I oh never, my god really dry and not that only that and I was like he was telling me how to text he was like stop using periods and I was like oh my gosh and I was just like that and so I never like and I told him that because like I do think I'm like um I, I'm not saying that this is right and like please I do not want to get canceled for this but I didn't know like a way to be like there I wanted him to think that there was like no chance so I like am like bisexual 
and I just told him that I only like girls because I was like I didn't want to like block him right on the spot because I didn't know like I think a lot of girls have like been in this position so I wasn't like well I wasn't ever like queer baiting or anything like that because like I genuinely like women I just didn't and like this experience also made me like men a whole lot less so maybe (laughs) fingers crossed now and he messaged me one two three four five six times and I just never answered him again and keep in mind he had had a refund this whole time and then he left me a reading that said um he left me um uh, a review that was like I never got my reading that I paid for blah 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 and the thing is he didn't pay for it like he never it was he cold. never got charged yeah and so I just I messaged him on there and I sent him the same one on Etsy I said your refund has been processed for over two weeks I'm not comfortable doing your reading I do not have your money or anything like that best of luck with your Etsy shop to me that is so mature that is so that is incredibly mature and the fact that th- did you ever report? I would have reported okay. him. Etsy's honestly, like, I've had, like, I've been trying to, like, figure out how to, like, reach them because if someone just doesn't like my reading and they want to leave me a one-star review, that's fine, but he messages me after this, after that message, and goes, all the best, comma, loser. He literally says that to me, and he leaves this review on my shop, and this is the perfect thing. I think that it's a great example for how I think a lot of men deal with women. I really do. Oh. Just seriously bad service. Sid is immature, unprofessional, and cannot follow through on her commitments should they make her feel, and he put my word in quotations, uncomfortable. Um, she's also not that talented, won't be using this service again, I need professionals, not little kids playing for, with toys, and yes, comma, this comes directly from the spirit world, and this is, like, public, like, if you go on my Etsy, like, you can find this review, and I've only publicly responded to one other bad review I got, and I have also, by the way, over 345 five-star reviews out of, like, yeah. 61, and the majority of the other ones are, like, four stars or stuff like that, but people are always, and most people write, like, a really long uh, thing, and I said, I have zero issue addressing this publicly. I What I want to make something overwhelmingly clear is that I have a really good positive response rate. I'm not unprofessional, immature, or anything of the sort. The reviewer not only received full refunds before their post, but in addition to this, made comments about my appearance and was telling me he was attracted to me. And um, I was being professional by canceling the purchase and refunding immediately because I'm not here to flirt or be hit on in my job. I tried my best to do the most mature thing, and I hope that is very clear. I hope to prospective customers, you will look to the genuine reviews and not ones left by men who make women feel uncomfortable for doing their job and trying to keep it professional. Light and love, Sid. And I know that the guy after that that gave me a one-star review, because this was in like a span of the same day, the guy that said that he was an empath and that he said that he also called me immature, and, like, I think that's funny when men see, like, a woman that's, like, younger than them, and is doing, like, any sort of job, like, she gets deemed as, like, immature, because anyone that knows me, like, I am, I don't, I'm not even just, like, saying this for, like, and not that these things make you immature or not, like, I am not, like, sexually active with, like, anyone in, like, an irresponsible way, like, nor am I, like, sexually active at the, like, have been I don't drink and I don't do any drugs I literally like sit at home and do like Etsy reviews I mean like Etsy stuff and I knit and I sew and I make paintings with my mom and I like the only irresponsible thing I do is I have insomnia so I'm up until 5 a.m a lot oh you're such a sinner (laughs) and like I'm like what is up with men telling women like they're immature like you're in the wrong like I don't understand why I'm immature because oh because I'm 18 like big deal like you're 35 like you don't need a psychic to tell you like why you're single like if I'm being honest like (laughs) 
baby, you're gonna, oh, and then after that, he messaged me on Etsy after I responded to his review, because I, I needed to respond to that, because it's just not true, and uh, he goes, leave me alone, in, in nine exclamation marks, and I think to myself, like, I only, the only time I reached out to you was just to say that I was, I gave you, you have a refund, like, you have, oh my god, you know? and men are the worst i had a what so i do stand up and the first time i did stand up i was the only girl in the room and it was well the only girl performing and my two or three friends from high school they came with me to support me and we're sitting in the back corner and i was the last i was the last person to go because they forgot me and um so the entire night the comics we're making fun of me in the corner saying like, oh, look, it's the mean girls over there. Oh, look at the little girls with their start. Like they were making like those comments. And trust they're me, those funny. Like, like I'm like, I literally was sitting there, I was turning to my friends, I'm like, I'm not laughing. And then they would also go and make jokes and how they're living in their parents' basements. So also not funny. So I get up on stage and then I start, like I start coming back at them with the jokes. And I, the set closes, like I come up and this guy comes up to me. And he goes, you should really watch your mouth. And I was 18 at the time. So this was about like two years ago. And I, I, I stopped doing comedy for a year. Because I was so, I was like, oh, I crossed the line. But then I realized these assholes are the that's reason. Unbelievable. No, like that's not real. That's literally like, that cannot be real. No, that I I haven't gone to that comedy club in so long. Cause I was so scarred that I was. I, I like, would like with, to drive with you to go. I will like drive. <laughs> Do you want to? You're coming up to Jersey. Let's go. <laughs> no, actually, that's really funny. I'm moving to New York. I'm Wait, moving to New York City. where? Um, I don't know yet. I I th I'm trying to move as long as like I want like the crime and stuff to go down and before. Yeah. That says anything because I know like a lot of the time it's like if you are like you know, like, a white girl, like, wanting to move to Soho, like, I'm not trying to, like, gentrify anything, and, like, I'm not just trying to go to, like, trendy restaurants, like, number one, I'm from, I'm not from the city, I'm from, like, Long Island, but, like, my favorite restaurants to go to are, like, ones owned by people who, like, actually, like, are, like, I like to contribute, like, back to, like, wherever I do, and, like, I plan on, like, doing volunteer work, and, like, helping, and all that stuff, but I, yeah, I'm moving to New York, so we can do- We'll go, we'll go, we'll go to this place by my hometown. It will be, we'll roast them, it'll be great. That is amazing. I, but that's the thing with, when girls, especially like our age, so you're, what are you, 18? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much 19. Like, yeah, so it's like young girls, young women are finally realizing like, oh, I don't have to sit around and just wait for my turn. I can actually go out and conquer and men, older, preferably, tear them down because they're threatened. And I think it's it's so dangerous, especially, like, with the haters on social media. Like, I'm sure once my, like, I get up above 10 views on my podcast, there'll, there'll be some comments. But I'm just, it's just, it's this big power dynamic that's present in our public sphere. And I hope it changes as our generation matures as well. But... I hate men sometimes. I do. I really hate the social construct of men. <laughs> yeah, I was just, they're so, I don't understand, like, age does not automatically make you mature or immature. And also, like, I would, I, I don't, like, I think people forget, like, we're literally all human, and, like, 
of course I might mess up on an order and deliver it late. Like, of course. And like, if that happens, like I'm more than happy to like give you a refund or like give me this or give me that. Like I literally try my best to be accommodating to everyone. And like people forget that like stuff happens and like, I'm sorry that they might be like at like, they might be suffering or like inconvenienced by, I mean, it's never suffering because my job is not like, it's like a doctor. If they mess up, you know, like that's really bad. But like, I might be like inconvenienced you and it like genuinely like upsets me so much that I've like inconvenienced you, but I would never like intentionally do so. And like, I'm literally trying my best, but like messing up doesn't make you immature. Like, even if that was and like, because like I'm immature, like, if also like I never claim to be like an empath or like anything like that like I'm not an empath like I wish I had more empathy what what is an empath is that just you have empathy or is it like an extreme amount of empathy and like being in like social situations can be really draining because you really feel everyone's emotions and like you're kind of like overly kind and it's so terrible because I looked at my friends I was like there is no way that I'm an empath because <laughs> it's <laughs> like there's just no way like I'm like I'm just not like I'm literally not I texted my two guy friends and now we're no longer friends because I guess they got offended by this but I was like I bet you guys just both have tiny pee-pees and I said that word I said the word pee-pee <laughs> get mad at that word this was recently and I was like you know what I'm an empath wouldn't do that like they would consider their <laughs> they'd be like they'd be so sad when I told them they have a tiny penis so I will not say that. And Never mind. Empaths <laughs> are wonderful. Like, I think my best friend is an empath. Like, I'm 99.9% sure about that. But it's just, like, I, I was just, like, I am not one. And that's okay. But, like, it's, we all have our strengths. We all have, like, I just, and also, like, people, it's so funny. Like, there's, like, everything in life is contradictory so like if you're christian you're not supposed to practice anything you which is like the law of attraction and if you practice the law of, if you're like um uh i like if you're like another one like there's so many like intricate things that you're not supposed to like do or like say or like i don't know i just that's why i, I haven't like labeled myself as anything yet and you don't need to yeah and you don't need to <sighs> well sydney i think we could, i think we've got we told some good stories today. Oh yeah, no, that was so much fun. Thank I'm so, I'm so happy. Here, so Sydney, you want to plug yourself before we stop recording? Oh yeah, sure. So, um, if you guys want a reading from me, my Etsy shop is Sid the Psychic, and all of my readings are fifteen dollars or less. And I hope that those two men's reviews don't um. <laughs> They don't uh, really discourage you at all, but if you want a reading, it's in the Psychic on Etsy, um, and if you're from the podcast, let me know, and I'll give you a little free, uh, little extra reading. So, Yes, definitely. So I, I've had her services. I use Sid, and I will be using Sid again, and she's amazing. She's awesome, thank and thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. I'm so, I'm so excited for you to come to New York. I know, I'm like literally so excited. I cannot wait to go to the comedy thing because if a guy literally ever said that, I'd be like, you're joking, right? Like, I, oh my God, my friend, none of my friends have gone, but it was like in Jersey. So they're in New York, they're so much better, the comedy clubs. It was in Jersey and I, I literally went back and I like cried to my mom. <laughs> he told me to watch my mouth. <laughs> like, mom, wait, I have to go to nursing school now. <laughs> 
don't want to be in there. Go to school. <laughs> I think you're talking to a college dropout, so like, I got you. Oh, I love it. Well, Sid, I'm going to definitely have you come back. I had so much fun talking to you today. Thank you so much. Sometimes I really wish I was special. <laughs> no, like, growing up, I watched Wizards of Waverly Place. I watched Spring of the Teenage Witch. I watched Twilight. Um, all that kind of stuff. And I wish having that ability to help others using a special gift would be so cool. And a lot of people don't believe it. And if you don't believe it, okay. But there's a level. And Cindy, she has it. She's done a reading for me. Uh, oh no, my microphone. Oh, give me a minute, y'all. Hold on, hold on. Oh no. I just got way too into that. My microphone just shot out of my ear. It's a sign. No, I'm kidding. Maybe. Who knows? You never know these days. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, please check out Sydney. She's great. She's not only a, just a talented person, but spiritual acting, all this stuff, but she's just a great person. Um, talked to her this summer during quarantine when it was up at the peak, and she was just a great friend. She's super nice. She's got real potential, and I think she's going to make a big difference in this world one way or another. So, Cindy, thank you so much for coming on. I had a blast. And I'm so excited to see... I wish I could have asked her, like, where do you... No, that's like... No, maybe I should have. I'm, where do you see this show going? Because I am so excited... I, right now, what day of the week is it? It's like the 19th. Yesterday was my dog's birthday, fun fact. Um, but next week I have four interviews for this show. Or four or three. I have a great group coming on. Check out the Instagram. I'll be posting promos of the, the, who's coming on, what stories they got. Fun stuff. Um, fun memes. Little memes. 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 But fun stuff. It will be fun. Um... Let me know who you, like, if you know someone, if you want to come on to it, hit up Talking Zigzags on Instagram and Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Let me know if you want to come on. Let me know if you know someone who should come on. Let me know if you got someone who's funny and got has a story to tell. Because I want to share some stories and I want to laugh. And I think you want to do that too. So, with that being said, thank you for listening to today's episode of Talking in Zigzags. I'm Ryan Henry. And I'll talk to you soon.